Hey, Halitian family, it is your host and steward of Halitian Lives, Devarusha. I am so excited that you have joined with me on another episode of Halitian. We are entering into our next episode, and I'm just so excited for this episode because uh, what God has really shared with me for, for this episode is having a teachable spirit and what does that look like for for us as Christians but also what did it look like in the Bible because we all know but history is something to be learned from like don't ignore what your ancestors did and what they overcome right and so when we desire to be teachable or I'll say it this way. When you desire to achieve something, you have a goal or you desire to be, you know, you you admire a certain person or you long to have that house or the car or whatever. There's always, like I, I have been sharing this for a minute too. The solution is first comes with the problem, right? And We have to see the problem as almost coordinates to the solution, right? So if you have an issue of pride, the coordinates would be fear of God, humility. Uh, So fear of God, humility, and the wisdom, and that releases you from spiritual pride. And this, it's just, uh, I, I just love how, how beautiful God presents things to us in, in such a um, miraculous way, in such a marvelous way. So this is episode three of season five. We have seven more episodes left, and I'm just so excited for what God has already revealed about people in the Bible. Last week we spoke about, um, last week, well, it was actually two, two weeks ago we spoke about Esther. And then last week we journeyed through God's word. And even in the most de- darkest, desperate times, we can find hope. And we know that several individuals going back into history, into the Bible, into the Word of God, they found hope in the most desperate situations. And now we're looking at the inspiration, inspirational ambassadors in the Bible that were, um, that just displayed extraordinary faithfulness. And if your desire is to be a more faithful disciple of Christ, I, (laughs) through my time with God and my own experience, I don't want to be, you know, gloating or anything, um, but there is something to be said about, you know, having a consistent, um, consistent walk with God and being consistently in his word, you are able to see uh, certain things. And so what I've learned is having a teachable spirit 
is one thing that every faithful messenger of God carried. They had a teachable spirit. And so, for example, Lydia. So I don't want to... This is for men and women. You know, I'll be sharing about Paul. I'll be sharing about Lydia. And and those two, I'm, those are the two. Ruth, well, we're going to touch on Ruth. But I, I don't want to... I don't want to... And a little bit, we'll, we'll touch on Moses as well. But I don't want to overwhelm the episode with too many... Uh, individuals because I want to also do like a part two of this because there are just so many amazing people in the Bible but I want to take from each of their stories and how do we apply the word of God that is written about their lives to our own in this day and age and how how can we apply it to the God dream God's given us to our homes and how we conduct ourselves in the workplace, etc. So just to a backstory, start, we're going to start with a backstory on Lydia, but before we get into all of this, so that we are, remain prayerful and uh, hopeful, we're going to begin with prayer as we typically do. Heavenly Father, I lift up the listener into your precious hands, Lord God. I lift up this message, Lord Jesus. I lift up myself, Father, that we all become good representations of your gospel. Many have misrepresented you, Lord Jesus, but may we become awe-inspiring ambassadors of your word, Lord Help us, Holy Spirit, minister to us. We invite you into the depths of this journey. Reveal your marvelous ways and hidden things that we are yet to know. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. So I'm going to begin with Lydia. A certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple of the city of Thyra, one who worshiped God heard us. So this is Acts 16, 14 to 15 in the World English Bible. So it's a different version than I've read before. Whose heart the Lord opened. Key, that's key. That's an equation. That's a, that is a sum, right? What is the sum? trying to decipher certain things, right? We're good. Okay, so that's one part. The Lord opened her heart to listen to the things which were spoken by Paul. So he had to open the heart for her then to be able to hear. The heart had to be opened for her ear, her spiritual ear to be inclined towards what Paul was teaching, so that also means that the heart affects our teachability. When she and her household were baptized, she begged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house and stay. So she persuaded us. 
She was an ambassador. She was an influencer. She, she was faithful. She had her heart opened and her ear inclined to the things of God. And this is just, she's, they talk about Proverbs 31 woman, but I look at Lydia. I'm like, girl, be <laughs> a whole representation of who a woman of God should be, right? Just hospitable. She didn't let them, she didn't take no for an answer. <laughs> she, per, she was persuasive. You know, she was, um, she was progressive, it wasn't common for women to, you know, she was a seller of purple, which was a, an expensive color, expensive colored cloth. And so the Lord blessed her with a teachable spirit right from the beginning because she had to have a teachable spirit to, to learn how to do all the things that she was doing when we, when we are introduced to her in the Bible. She couldn't have just, oh, wake up, oh, I know how to do all these things. No, she had to have been taught. And so faithfulness is something that you learn. It is something that you develop. It's something you ask God to deposit into you. What have you asked the Lord to deposit into you recently? Have you invited the Holy Spirit into a time of prayer and and desperation of God, I need you to deposit into me these things. The things that you need to be equipped to do the assignment that God has placed on your heart. We are all assigned. Where Our footsteps are all ordained. So you know what that thing is. And only you and the Lord knows. And I just encourage, hey, just keep it that way for a minute until you... What I've... Noticed is that there's thoughts that aren't being properly, um, what's the word? Hold on one second. <laughs> Lord Jesus, help me. Um, I don't want to use the word processed because I feel like it's overused, but they're just not run through. Like, okay, let's work this again. Let's work it over. Let's, let's write it again. Let's, Let's make sure that we're, you know, going through that thought again before why release it, right? So, for example, this, uh, hey, I'm ministering to myself right now. I should have had these this <laughs> prepared, but hey, God speaks to me in the moment, spirit-led podcast. I have things written down in front of me that he wants to say certain things too, <laughs> Proverbs 13, so this is, this is the focus scripture, right? Proverbs 13, 17, an undesirable messenger causes a lot of trouble. Sorry, an undependable, an undependable messenger causes a lot of trouble. So you want to be dependable when you're speaking, leading, you want to be dependable when you're just a child of God. You're a messenger if you're a child of God. It's like, sorry, not sorry. That's part of it. You're a part of the Great Commission. That's your one. That is all of everyone's mission in life is the, the um, Great Commission. And that is to spread the gospel of Jesus 
to the ends of the earth, making disciples. Don't forget that part. Don't forget that part. Making disciples of many nations, not just your home. Many nations. All kinds of people. All types of fish, right? We don't just want to eat tuna for the rest of our lives. We want variety. And that's what makes the kingdom of God so beautiful. So, and that was just a bit much. I just, I needed to pull back <laughs> that moment. But the trustworthy and wise messengers release healing wherever they go. And this is, uh, so in the Passion Translation, so I've read from the Passion Translation, it also has like your little side notes, right? God's sons and daughters are peacemakers, healers, and faithful deliverers of others. When you are faithful and teachable, you will release healing wherever you go because God will have opened your heart and you're like a, an open vessel ready to receive and to be deposited into straight from heaven and released out. Like that's, you're that, you're like a, a funnel And that's what we want to be. I don't want to be some closed off, hard, crusty thing that can't receive from God because I'm not teachable. Don't tell me nothing. You know, that then you become undependable. Oh, my goodness. Then you become undependable. Your heart's not open. And you cannot hear what the Lord is saying through other people. Here we go. Mind blowing. Is your mind blowing? Mine is. (laughs) Now to Paul, right? So Paul is speaking to Lydia and here's backstory on Paul. He had to be teachable to be able to teach, to be able to teach himself, right? So we teach ourselves too. We are our The Lord, number one, and then we are second best teachers to ourselves because we know those secret things that we don't tell nobody else. Paul in the New Testament, known by his Hebrew name Saul until Acts 13.9, was apparently educated from boyhood in Jerusalem, not Tyrus, right? It is not clear whether his family moved to Jerusalem, but both Greek and Jewish schooling was offered. While he was young, or whether, sorry, while Paul was simply sent there, or whether Paul was simply sent there for his education, so whether he was young or he was just sent there, he studied under the ranking rabbi of the era, His exegesis of the Old Testament bears testimony to his rabbinic training. Rabbinic training. Paul was at least trilingual. So at least three three languages. Right. So and then we hear about his teacher, Gamaliel. Heavenly Father, help me with that pronunciation. Gamil could be. <laughs> I went to Bible college and I remember studying about Paul and his 
uh, before that, like that before and after, he was had his encounter with Christ on the road to Damascus. And Lord help me, why can't I pronounce his name? I gotta brush up on my names. To have our inspiration, inspi- to have our inspira- inspiring faithfulness and a, to be a good ambassador of the gospel, you must first become teachable, right? So, and develop a wonder and awe of God. So, Paul, who was Saul, so, right, so we'll, we'll go, we'll go and speak about these two. It's almost like two different people, basically. So Saul had all of that training, but it was influenced incorrectly. So all gospel, I mean, how would you say all scripture? He was just very knowledgeable on the scriptures and could speak several languages. So he was teachable and he learned, but he just was influenced wrong. And as soon as he encountered Jesus, he was baptized, he was uh, healed and baptized. And then he just was able to go forth, but he had to be influenced correctly. He had to be shown the way, the truth and the light first and but God knew. God knew, okay, I'm gonna take this person. He's gonna be trained up. He's gonna have access to all of this. And then I'm gonna right at the perfect time that I know that he's he's knows enough to where I'm wanna head have him head to first, I'm gonna intervene. I'm gonna intervene. So sometimes it's waiting on God to intervene on that situation. Though you may have all these wrong influences around you, wait on God for to intervene on that situation. That sometimes means when you doubt, even when um, even when you're hopeless. So even when you doubt, even when you're hopeless, even when all the walls around you are crashing and falling, like they are in mine right now. I have. We had, uh, I know I've spoken about this a bazillion times, probably on each and every single episode, but we had a slab leak and we're getting repairs done and I still have holes in my walls. I still have missing jib board and um, what do they call it in America? We call it jib board. I can't remember what you call it here in America. The board. (laughs) It makes the walls. We call it jib. Um, and so I know they probably have another, maybe they don't, maybe you guys, you guys like we're separate. I'm speaking to you by, from California, just so you know. (laughs) And so that means just remaining in Christ. And though your faith may be, uh, you know, but in mustard seed, you will still have that. So faithfulness is not a feeling. It is an action. Faith is also, uh, how I understand it, is that I can have a lack of faith, but I can not, and I can have, be at times hopeless, but I'm not faithless. Because I'm faith, because I'm remaining faithful and I'm abiding in Christ, I have some sort, I have a lack of faith. I need to increase my faith in Jesus' name, but there's not, I'm not faithless. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a, no faith. How about that? There's still a little bit there. My desire, my desire 
for this podcast is that you will see not just my scars, but you will also see my stitches. So that's why I'm very honest about, hey, this is what's happening in my home. This is what's happening in my life right now. So because what was never modeled to me was how to heal in a kingdom manner. I only know healing as, you know, you take a pill, you go to a therapist, you vent to your girlfriend. That's what was modeled to me. And that's not kingdom counseling, medication, as long as it's spirit led. Yes. But what does kingdom healing really look like? And how do we model that to our children, to ourselves, to our spouses, to our work colleagues, to those who we disciple? All of these um, awe-inspiring ambassadors had trauma that they had to heal from. Uh, with an example that was modeled to them. For example, now we're going to touch on Ruth. She saw how not to by the woman of God that was her mother-in-law. Because she saw, okay, this is what unforgiveness does. This is what resentment does. This is what bitterness does to a person. So she decided, I'm not going to um, do that because I don't want to fall into despair. I don't, I'm going to choose another way. I'm going, I have, God will make it so you have no way. (laughs) Sometimes God will put it, put us in places where we have no other choice, but to rise to the occasion and be that woman of God. I have to have hope and faith that, that this is going to be for my better good and eventual outcome. I, I know that God has, uh, an amazing future in store for me. He ha- he wants to give me hope. And then, so for example, you know, coming from, from out of the pandemic, um, you know, when I was, I was in the pandemic with my two children, single mom at home, no family, um, no preschool to drop them off to. Everything was closed down, no friends to call upon because everyone was, you know, locked away in their own, you know, little bubble. And so I had to like get in my right mind. I was, and I thought to myself, this is, this is a very serious situation. And I had to get real with myself. And so it took a pandemic (laughs) for me to get organized, to get real with myself, to sit myself down. I had to humble myself for myself and go, you're not going to survive this if you don't get right. And so I had to make sure my, I was mentally on point. I had to get to better, get me and the babies. I slept when they slept. I ate when they ate. We did it together. You know, I woke up a little bit earlier than them. I prayed. I got, you know, fasted. I got into, um, there was things. God will have things cross your path and don't pass them up. In Jesus name, don't pass them up. I know if he put things across my path for me to latch onto, like here, here's the bus, you know, jump on it, you know, don't miss those things that cross your path that are of God because, but obviously take time to pray about it. But there were Zoom calls to develop a a hearing, to develop your spiritual ear to hear God's voice. I jumped on that and I was a part of that. That grew me. I um, asked for vision from God, you know, and then I 
jumped onto like an at-home Zoom. That was awesome. It's, uh, you know, shameless pug, joyful fitness. That's, you know, and I'm back on it now because I felt myself getting into that same space two years later, you know, Um, and I knew, I knew how to heal because it had been modeled to me, right? And by God, he modeled it to me. He gave me the examples, you know, he brought women of God in my life that showed me the examples. Um, and so you'll have these opportunities and it's just, don't pass them up. Worship. I had to worship my way through everything. And I sang and sang and sang. I sang my heart out to God and he gave me a voice in that moment. Now I'm, you know, going through auditioning process at, at my home church for for the worship team there's some things I have to work on but because I'm coming in with raw talent period like gift from God that's not been trained <laughs> and so I'm humbling myself and being, being teachable to go in okay how much do you honor what God has deposited in you how much do you honor the gifts that God has given you because it is your responsibility to become proficient in those gifts it is your response. Yes, God gives them to you, but they're not going to be they're not going to be all the all in all all that God intends it to be because you are a part of the becoming. You are a part of the vision. So don't uh you know, never despair when God gives you a dream in those times. Um never despair painful, the painful times because they can release promises. You know, it's painful to be rejected or it's painful to um, to not have things go your way or it's painful to miss out or it's painful to be redirected. But those are the moments that promises are to be had. And, you know, that was an extremely painful time of my life. But um, I held on to the promises that built that I've been building towards. Right. And so if you look at Ruth and the promises that God fulfilled in her life, and you look at Moses, hey, Moses, he was teachable. He was taught by Jethro in the desert for years. You know, we look back at Lydia. She, considered, she was considered one of the first converted women um, in the New Testament, and she follows the teachings of Paul. And like we you know, spoke, on, spoke about before, that she, her, God had opened up her heart, but she had to be in a place of teachability to have her heart open. So ask God that same thing. You know, help me, God, to be teachable. Invite God into the depths of this journey. We always say that. And, you know, as you invite him, um, you know, speak out loud. God, create in me a faithfulness that is inspiring so that I may be a good ambassador of your word, a faithful ambassador. It is not supposed to be overwhelming. It's it's not supposed to be secretive either. Like God wants to reveal those things to you in, in his word. Jeremiah Jeremiah 33.3, call to me and I will answer you and tell you 
and even show you great and mighty things, things which have been confined and hidden. So not secret, because God wants to reveal them to you, which you do not know and understand and cannot distinguish yet. Like, not yet will you be able to distinguish the things of God until he reveals them to you, but you have to get to a place. And this is the model, that we're, this is a module. The example. Consistent time with God, silent, no music, no lifting up prayers. Yes, you need to do all of that, you know, worship music, etc., etc., but you must have reflective time. Silent wonder of God in your day. Just soaking in the presence of God because that is where the administration, the being administered to, I don't want to use the word administration, but it's the depositing, right? I've said that word 10 times in this episode, but that's what the word, this episode calls for it, I guess. So as you're being filled and drenched in Jesus, know that it's from that, that quiet time with God. So as I close out, I pray this encourages you to begin to have that time to ask God to keep you teachable so you can be fake, remain faithful. Know that faith, faith is not a feeling. It is a choice you choose to believe, right? It's a mindset. It's a decision. And I also wanted on this episode to invite you to join us on the Instagram. My own personal one is where I do a lot of the, um, a lot of postings. Like I post a lot on my own personal Instagram. I am going to also post on the Halation Instagram. So at Halation Lives and then at Devaru Shaw. Those are the two pages and we're doing a hundred days. We're on day six, a hundred day challenge, a hundred day prayer challenge and a hundred days in God's word. And it ends on December 31st and then we'll be starting another one. So if you don't start right, if you didn't start right on day one, jump on now. You were, we're week in, Right. Jump on now, and then we're going to be starting another one in the new year. And I'm it's gonna be a whole it's gonna be a whole thing, and I'm really excited to develop it. And I want you on this journey. If you are listening to this podcast, this is not a coincidence. I invite you on this journey. It's going to be something that is spirit-led and it's just divine. Like I'm excited. I pray you're excited until next time. God bless. Have a blessed rest of your time. Heavenly father, I lift up the listener in this message and I pray Lord God that this inspires them to be faithful ambassadors of your word in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Amen.